Hello, everybody. Come on in. It is tea time with Liz. Go ahead and subscribe if you are watching on YouTube um, and take a friend, share. It's going to be some good tea tonight. Let me know where you're tuning in from. Sorry, I just had some technical difficulties. <laughs> My whole ring light went out, but we're going to make it work tonight. Amen. <laughs> um, happy Monday, everyone. I am super, super geeked to be here tonight. It is one of the last Tea Time with Liz for the season, and it's just your girl tonight. Just me pouring my heart out, letting you know um, how self-worth has um, taken its journey on me. So I'm excited to get into that tea tonight. So um, before we do, um, I still have some announcements, even though we are coming into our last show. Um, there will be part two, which we will go live on December 19th. So be sure that you tune in for the very last season finale show on Tea Time with Liz. Since we are in the Christmas spirit, um, we are going to do some um, Christmas uh, trivia. Um, definitely going to do, I keep saying I'm going to do this, so we're definitely going to do um, a makeup tutorial. Um, I am no makeup artist, but um, I think I can help. <laughs> for those who don't feel like they can do it. Um, so we're going to have some fun and um, just hang out um, and go out with a bang. All right. Um, but also, I'm excited to um, get into next year's um, theme and see how far we can go with Tea Time with Liz. And so with that being said, I need future guest. Um, the theme for next season or next year is going to be um, tell your story. And um, I am looking for those who have a story that needs to be told, who who feel like um, their story can impact somebody, um, give somebody some type of inspiration, encouragement. Once again, pour that good old tea that restores the soul. So if you are interested in being a guest next season, we will start in February of 2023, the Lord's will, um, and go into June. Um, we're going to do two separate seasons. So we'll start with that. And then we'll start our fall season again, back up in August, and we will go until December. So either way, um, wherever you can fit in, I would love for you to be one of my guests. So go ahead and email me at teatimewithliz08 at gmail.com. And make sure that you put in the subject line future guest. All right subject line future guests. All right. So that is one announcement. Um, and then, like I said, your girl has visions. She's wanting to do more with Tea Time with Liz and even broaden um, her horizons from just the lives and going in person and doing some pop-ups. But I need a team. So if you are interested in joining me on this journey of Tea Time with Liz, Definitely, once again, I want you to email me, teatimewithliz08 at gmail.com and say, join the team in the subject line. All right. Join the team on the subject line. And um, I'm just looking for women, even men, um, because tea time is for everybody um, that wants to, um, like I said, make an impact, make a difference in encouraging those who need the hope out here. All right. 
All right, so I think that is all my announcements for tonight. Once again, if you have not subscribed, shared, or liked us, you need to do that. So like us and follow us on Facebook and IG. And then also, it, like I said, if you have not subscribed to the YouTube channel, please do so. <laughs> Help your girl out. I only have like, I think, 32 people that have subscribed. And I know I know more than 32 people. So if you have not done so, go to YouTube, search for Tea Time with Liz Clark and subscribe to the channel. All right. And you can also catch up on all the tea that you may have missed in the past. So definitely check those out. All right. All right, so let's get into the tea tonight, all right? Like I said, it's just your girl herself, by herself, and I'm excited to share my self-worth journey, recap about um, every um, episode that we've had here on Tea Time. We've taken this self-worth journey in so many different directions, right? Um, first and foremost, I want to thank every guest that came on Tea Time with Liz this first and second season. Um, I am so grateful for their wisdom, for their knowledge, for their stories, um, their transparencies. Um, they have been just such an inspiration, not only to me, but I'm sure for all you viewers out there. So um, I definitely want to say thank you to all of them um, that have came on and taken the time to, to share with us. Um, and also, I want to thank you all for always tuning in, letting me know. Um, even those who don't comment or say anything, um, you still let me know some way, somehow that you are supporting. So I want to say thank you. All right. Um, but like I said, we have been on this self-worth journey and I um, started the season um, kind of just, hey, Sarah, what's up? Um, I started the season um, by kind of just explaining what is self-worth, um, what what can we do to do better with our self-worth, and um, I kind of did a couple episodes on um, what I call the pretty girl syndrome, <laughs> um, and we talked a little bit about um, uh, Leah and her sister Rachel, uh, because Leah was what they considered the ugly one, and then you have Rachel who um, was the pretty one. And, you know, sometimes us women take advantage of our beauty um, to get what we want. Um, but deep down inside, we're not dealing with who we are inside. Um, we aren't dealing with the, the hurts, the pains, the frustrations. Um, and we just kind of wear this mask. Um, but then you have, like I said, you have the Leahs out there, um, who I always considered myself to be a Leah, um, until recently, and we'll get into that later, <laughs> but, um, but the Leahs, you know, they just have, we don't have enough self-esteem. We don't, we, no one tells us that we've, we're, we're pretty and, um, you know, we're, we're made in God's image and, you know, we're constantly comparing ourselves to society and to others um, instead of really, once again, taking the time to discover the beauty that God has put inside of us, inside and out. Um, sometimes it just takes a little work. It's sometimes it's learning how to, to wear makeup. Sometimes it's, you know, learning how to dress and put things together. Um, and I, 
myself had to go on those journeys. Um, I didn't know how to dress. I'm from, no offense to anybody in South Dakota who's tuning in. I love you all, but we are not the best dressed people, okay? Um, and um, just coming from a multicultural family, um, definitely, you know, when we would go to Chicago to visit my dad's side of the family, like it's a whole nother world, right? So, you know, I had to learn. Um, and luckily, um, when I moved to Minnesota, there was one young lady who took me under her wing. She showed me how to put makeup on. She showed me how to dress. She showed me how to tap into my femininity and really, um, emphasize that because I was somebody beautiful. Now, at that time, I was in my early 20s and um, was hot <laughs> headed. Let me say it that way. <laughs> um, and just was not really heeding to the to the wisdom, um, but it came later on in life. So um, thankful for those seeds that are planted um, in my life that have helped me um, get to this journey. So nevertheless, um, like I said, we started the season talking about that and we just kind of uh, continue to, to build upon those things, whether it was overcoming struggles and different things, traumas in our lives. Um, we got to hear um, how it feels to be a man and dealing with self-worth. Um, we've heard um, from a PK point of view. We've heard from family's point of view. We've heard from um, abusive points of views um, just all around and um, but self-worth is so, so important. And um, I did not know I was going to go on this self-worth journey myself um, behind closed doors. Um, my self-worth journey really started um, in 2021. Um, for some of you who know that I... I grew up in South Dakota. I have moved back home um, from Minnesota. I lived in Minnesota for about seven, seven years plus, um, but went back home after I had got divorced um, and um, was fine with it, you know, had my family there. Um, and But there was a lot of struggles, um, you know, just going back home, dealing with some of the same old um, depression issues that I, I dealt with growing up. Um, and knowing that you've experienced more, that there's more inside of you. Um, I do not regret my time in South Dakota. Um, I learned a lot. I definitely learned a lot in ministry. And I shout out to my father, uh, Suffolk Bishop Sylvester Clark, um, for giving me a great training grounds to appreciate ministry. Um, he showed me um, how to be loyal and be dedicated to your yes. Um, when you say yes to God um, to do a work, you you stay, you stay committed to that regardless how many people show up on a Sunday. You preach like there's 1,500, um, even if there's two. Um, you serve um, the one as if you were served 10,000. Um, and, and I just, like I said, learned so much. There were times where I was frustrated with it. There were times where I'm like, why again? <laughs> but he, he definitely showed me and allowed me to grow and appreciate ministry. But I once again knew that there was more inside of me. Um, there was more than just that place. And so I began to pray. I began to fast. Um, I even took some trips. Um, I thought I was going to go to North Carolina 
Shout out to all those who are tuning in from North Carolina. Um, I am still going to get there one day. <laughs> um, that place is beautiful. Um, I love the Southern lifestyle. Um, it's just amazing um, there. And um, I really, really wish the Lord would have said yes to that place, but unfortunately not in this season. So um, I kept traveling, kept doing some um, different things and found myself in Chicago a couple times, not just once, but a couple times. And um, I was like, okay, um, yeah, never. Okay. Because Lord, if you really think I'm going to move from the safest place to the unsafest place in the world, <laughs> no offense to those in Chicago, I love you all. Um, but you got another thing coming, Lord. <laughs> but um, more and more, he kept opening my eyes to this place. And so I said, okay, I'm going to submit my yes to um, this place. <laughs> and um, I uh, give a shout out to also my mentor, Suffolk Bishop uh, Yolanda Hunt, who had definitely guided me and helped me along this journey as well. But um, as I was preparing, I said, Lord, okay, I need a different job because the job I'm in won't transfer with me wherever I go. So um, I was grateful. This is this is my first step of, of self-worth, of having to sell myself. You know, when you go into these interviews, when you go into, um, you know, these different rooms with different people, um, you you have to, to have a confidence to say, you know, I'm the best of the best. And um, I had got a job offer already and I was just going to be content with it. But this other job came open and I remember telling my friend, I was like, yeah, I think I'm just going to cancel it because I just, uh, I'm content. I'm good. I think this will be fine. And she's like, no, I think you should go. Um, and so I went and half of the reason was I was really definitely scared because the interview wasn't just with like a supervisor or a director, but this was with a vice president, you guys. <laughs> And so of the company, and it's a pretty decent sized company. It's about 1500 people already. So um, I was like, okay, <laughs> um, I'm just going to go. So um, I began to, you know, go through the interview. And honestly, like we were talking like we've been friends for life <laughs> um, and just really um, felt very comfortable. And I was in my element. But what I loved most about this was that it spoke to my purpose. Um, if I can encourage anybody um, in anything that you do, make sure it lines up with your purpose. You know, I know sometimes we got to do what we got to do to make ends meet. But if you can start taking those steps to align your purpose, your kingdom purpose with your natural purpose, um, it, it just makes everything more fulfilling to live for. Right. And and so um, this job that I am in now currently, it is a talent sourcing specialist where I um, deal with our college relations and I deal with bringing in diversity for the company as well. It speaks to my um, 
to my, like I said, my calling, helping people, help people find hope, find a new position, find a better company to be a part of. Um, it talks to young people. I get to run all the college programming and direct them. Um, travel, as you um, may, if you follow me here on social media, you see me traveling earlier in the year and uh, later here this fall, um, getting getting to go to different college fairs and different things. And so I'm just um, so privileged and honored that God heard my cry. He heard my heart's desire. It took some time. Um, I'm a young 37 years old, but yet and still, um, it's never too late to go after what you your heart's desire is. And it's just a matter of time. But you have to understand who you are. Once again, going into that self-worth. All right. So we're going to continue with this story time. I hope you all got your tea, got your notebooks. I don't know if you don't need tissue. We're going to try not to cry tonight. Okay. All right. So, um, nevertheless, so the Lord blessed me with a job. He blessed me with also increase. Um, I had to advocate for myself a little bit in that as well, but, um, I'm glad I took the wisdom to do so. Um, and, and to get what, um, like I said, the Lord deserve, uh, desired for me to have. So I'm in this new job. So I'm like, okay, Lord, all we need is just the place. All right. So, um, as I'm figuring out, um, to try to, to find a place in, in Chicago. Um, and I, I am a single mom of one son, amazing son, who is 13 years old. Um, and in this time, I had to also pray about that. Um, my son being 13, um, he is not a baby. He is not, you know, a youngster anymore, but he is growing up to be um, a young man. And there are just some things about a young man that I cannot teach him and show him and direct him in. And he has an amazing father. Um, I shout out to his dad um, and his wife. Um, I can't ask for a better co-parenting team. Um, truly, God has has grown us up, matured us, and we are, you know, giving this young man the best life we possibly can give him um, through our parenting. Um, and so, um, I had to pray, though, about um, letting him go and be permanently um, or living with his father um, and being the mother that I was. Um, shout out to all the single moms out there. Um, some of us can be helicopter moms, <laughs> um, but that just shows how much we love our children, um, you know, especially because we've been with them from, you know, day one, you know, we've cared for them, we've nurtured them, we carried them for nine months, we birthed them, <laughs> we pushed them out, all of the above. And so, you know, for, for, you to consider not seeing them every day, um, being in their presence every day, um, that takes a lot. Um, but I remember praying about it. And if you, if anybody also knows, my son is autistic as well. And so um, I, I wore a lot of hats. I was a provider. I was a mom. I was a caretaker. I was, you know, all these different things, a minister, you know, just a lot. Um, and God just plainly spoke to me and said, hey, you need to take time to heal. He has an amazing father. They have a, a, a good home for him. 
It's not like you can't see him, you can't be there for him, um, but he needs to learn how to be a man. Um, and so I said, okay, Lord, um, help me to release. Um, I'm going to be very honest. I, I dealt with control. Um, sh shout out to us women <laughs> who um, have control issues. Uh, and I don't mean to say that in a good way, <laughs> but if we're honest, can we just be honest tonight? Um that we have control issues at times. We want to control. We want to do things the way we want to do things. And um, sometimes if we learn to let go and submit to God's will, some things actually might get real, real good. <laughs> I know that's not um, the best English, but that's the way I could put it. It it, it can be amazing. Um, some of the stress, some of the relief. Um, and I know everybody's situation, especially if you're a single mom, you some some don't have, you know, the best co-parenting um team and um it's not always easy, you know. Um, but if you do and you can, you know, definitely strive to to balance and 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 submit um, to making, like I said, that child of yours life better. But also on the flip end, God wants to give you life. And so because of that, um, I had to see that God had some great things in store for me. And my word for this year had been new, like all things new. Um, I was reading Isaiah 43. Three, I think it is, um, 18 through 19. And it talks about, um, behold, I want to do a new thing in you and just all this new. And I was like, yes, yes, I'm excited. New things. Um, and even in my transitioning and in my moving, I said, I'm throwing everything away. I'm giving things away. I'm selling things. I'm not taking anything but my TV and my clothes because, <laughs> um, you know, girls, we got to have our clothes, right? <laughs> um, and pray for me. I just still don't have enough room in my closet. <laughs> um, but nevertheless, we 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 um, were so excited about the new. Right. And so um, I was so excited ready, prepared for this new. Um, but if I could be honest, I, like I said, I'm going to be very honest and transparent tonight. New is not always what you think it is. Okay. Um, it is great and it is exciting and it is wonderful, but um, there are some challenges to new. Um, there are some discomforts in new. There are, once again, new places and trying to find your spot, trying to find your placement in this new place, in this new journey um, is very challenging. Um, there is some confusion. Um, there are some frustrations, like I said. Um, you might even get angry. <laughs> um, and, and I'll get into all of that in a moment. But um, this is where my new started to take a change. <laughs> um, like I said, I was so excited for the new. Um, I, first of all, I was just excited that the Lord finally said I could get out of South Dakota. <laughs> um, so um, we packed up, we moved out of South Dakota in May and um, we transitioned to Minnesota um, where my son is, father lives. Um, and so, you know, I was dropping him off, getting him settled, um, 
you know, just going to take a moment here and then head to Chicago. Um, because every, I went to Chicago about three times in the midst of this transition um, to try to find a place. And I seen, I don't know how many apartments. And I think even one of my friends that went with me, I think Siobhan, she's on here. Excuse me. Um, she was with me and we saw places. I mean, so she could be a witness. Um, one of my other friends, Chris, she rode with me to Chicago to find places. And I just could not find a place that settled in my heart. You know, like when you see that apartment or you see that house, you see that, you know, that place, you're like, okay, this is it. This is what I want. This is, it's, this is everything. And I just could not find that place. And I just was getting frustrated. And mind you, now I'm stationed here in Minnesota. Um, and shout out to my little brother and his wife for housing me um, in that time frame. Um, as I'm trying to figure out um, what I thought was my plan, um, began to have a twist um, because God had a different plan. As I had told you before, God said, it's my time to heal. Um, and I was like, you know, I'm healed. I'm good. You know, I don't, I don't need to heal from anything. So we think, right? And so as I continue to sit here in Minnesota and continue to just, you know, do me, see this different me, um, I began to see the things that I was struggling with, um, that I was masking. Um, once again, going back to self-worth, a lot of times what we think is self-care is not self-care. Um, there are times where we'll go have a nail appointment, we'll have a spa day, um, and you know we'll we'll do something great for ourselves to make ourselves feel good. But self care sometimes, like I said, new is not always easy or comfortable and, and glamorous. Self care sometimes is the same. You know, sometimes that self care is going to counseling. Sometimes self care is sitting. And, and just taking a moment and saying, hey, am I doing too much? What can I take off my plate? What am I masking my pain, my frustrations, my past with? And that is exactly what happened to your girl. <laughs> um, and if anybody knows me, they know I'm a busy woman. I love to stay busy. I'm constantly trying to help serve other people. And in this transition, I had to let a lot of things go. Um, and that was another revelation for me, letting go. Um, I had to learn a new identity um, and, and not necessarily learn a new identity because um, that was another point. And y'all just, you know, conversate with me a little bit because I realized I didn't have to, as they so-called, reintroduce myself um, because I have always been who God wanted me to be. It was just a matter of taking off some things, letting go of some things, and opening my eyes to truly who Elizabeth Clark is, right? And so, I mean, what, what's your take on the whole, let me reintroduce myself? Um, because if we, I mean, and here you girls going deep, okay? Because when you think about when a seed is planted, you don't get a new seed and say, okay, we're going to start over and get a new tree. 
right? <laughs> you have to prune that tree. You have to cut some things off. You got to fix it up so that whatever was trying to kill it can't kill it no more. But it's still rooted and grounded. It's still it's still the tree that it is, but it will become something greater and better now that those things are no longer a part of its uh, growth, right? Um, so yeah, what, what's your thoughts on, on that, <laughs> um, reintroducing yourself? So, I mean, it may work for some people. I don't want to discourage you on, you know, if that's your word from the Lord, go for it. Okay. But for me and in my life, <laughs> um, I didn't want to, I didn't need to reintroduce myself. I didn't need to find a new Liz. I, I just needed to let go of some things and letting go can be the the hardest um, thing to do. Um, and the thing I had to face, the thing I was dealing with, because this thing that I was dealing with um, is connected to my heart's desire. Um, and I just could not figure out for the life of me of why God was withholding this heart's desire of mine. Um, because I'm like, I'm serving, I'm faithful, I'm this, I'm that, I'm, I'm doing it all, Lord. Do you see me? And and it's not just moments, but this has been years. I mean, 10 plus years, not to count the fingers, not to, you know, none of that. But I'm saying this is how dedicated and sold out I am because I trust God. I love God. I'm, you know, God is my everything. Literally, I, I believe that. Right. And so, um, yeah, I, I, I just was trying to figure it out, trying to figure it out. But as I began to see this deeper root of my seed um, and what was really going on inside of me, um, I remember talking with my sister-in-law in her in their kitchen and I just broke down crying um, because the revelation and just it hit me like that. Like it just came out of nowhere. Um, and. I realized what I was trying to hold on to and fix and try to cover up and try to make work for my life was never going to be. It was never going to be what I thought it was going to be. I could never make that relationship or make that situation what I wanted it to be. Um, I had to learn to let go. And what I was afraid of, because that was the whole reasoning of letting go, was because I would have nothing else. Who's gonna fill that void? Who's gonna Who's gonna play that part in my in my in my heart in my life? Um, and a lot of times we, when we deal with hurts and pains, especially when it comes to different relationships and situations, we tend to go to God with the problem asking him to fix our emotion, asking him to give us strength to endure and to and to to continue to face it. But we never let it go. We never leave it in his hands. And we never allow him to feel that void. Because we're constantly fighting somebody to be something or we're constantly fighting to try to make some situation or some place work when God is saying, let me be that place. Let me fill that void. Let me let me do it this time. 
and see what happens. And I promise you all, <laughs> um, I didn't realize I had pride in me. <laughs> and, and like I said, if anybody knows me, I am like the sweetest, the kindest person. And I still am. I still am. Um, but there was a pride in me that would not let this thing go. And as I continue to, to pray, like I couldn't even pray for nobody else. Um, and I thank God he kind of had me in a quiet season to be able to just focus on me. Um, that I just continued to pray and say, Lord, get this pride out of me. <laughs> Help me to let this thing go. Um, because I don't want it to be a part of me no more. I want to be able to trust you fully. I don't want to just come to you with, you know, my little paper cut and put a bandaid over it, but I want you to, to completely heal the whole skin and I can walk with you hand in hand, you know? Um, and so as I continue to pray about it and continue to, to even fast, um, and, and, and not try to take my own plan into, um, into perspective, God began to, to do a new work in me. <laughs> um, see, the newness <laughs> was really for me, uh, not necessarily everything around me, right? Um, but uh, I, I, so I began this journey, but in this void, um, once again, us women, uh, let me just speak for myself. I continue to try to fill that void or thought. Um, I could fill that void with other things. Um, and let me just tell you, it did not work out the way I wanted that to. Okay. Um, and, 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 and if I would have just submitted fully. Um, and we're going to talk about that word for a second, but mind you now, this was prior to me praying and asking God to release the pride. Okay. Um, I was, like I said, trying to, after the void revelation, I was still trying to fill this void, but I finally humbled myself enough to say, get this void or, or to fill this void, God, with your, with your love, your heart, everything, whatever it's going to take, I surrender, I submit. Okay. So let's talk about submission for a second. We got submission messed up, okay? <laughs> um, submission is not controlling. Submission is not um, basically saying, no, you can't have. Submission is saying, I submit to the will you have for my life, God. I submit to the vision even though I don't understand it, I don't see it. I don't know how it's going to work for me. I'm letting go and I'm trusting whatever plan you have for me, whatever steps we got to take, whatever move we got to move. Um, I, I'm going to follow. You say go left. I'm going left. If you say go right, I'm going right. That is submission. Um, and, and, you know, shout out to all the wives. I'm sure you all have learned throughout your years of marriage. Um, me, being once married and messing up, <laughs> um, not understanding what submission is. Um, but now knowing that, that um, as we submit ourselves to God and allowing God to, to have control in our lives, in a sense of guiding us in the righteousness, in the right path, um, 
we will begin to see greater things in our lives, right? But it's the same thing just in the natural when we get into marriage. <laughs> you submit to your husband's vision for your family. And not to say you don't have a voice. I'm sure they'll ask you. I don't know. I, it's been a minute since I've been married. But uh, if you have communication, they'll ask you your opinion. They'll ask you what you think, but more or less, they're going to be the ones to lead and guide, right? And they're going to say, hey, this is what we're doing. This is the plan. The next five years, this is, you know, whatever the case may be. And it's us as women to submit to the plan for the family and be that Proverbs 31 woman, you know, bring in the resources, try to figure it all out, try to, you know, make meals stretch, you know, whatever it's going to take to to make the vision happen. That's how that's supposed to work. So I've, I've learned a lot, y'all. Um, I'm going to try to hurry this up because we're already 36, seven minutes into tea time. But um, so I learned that about submission. Okay. Um, so I finally submitted. And as I've submitted, God has opened so many doors in my purpose, um, in my calling that I never would have thought in a million years. Um, I'm grateful to be able to serve in the IPYPU. I'm grateful to, um, know that God has put my name in the wind as high as like, I like to say it to be able to go speak to other ministries, to other young people, to other congregations, to, to speak the word of God. Um, and you may have seen me, you know, share some of those clips. Um, and it's not because I'm trying to promote myself or, um, say, look what I can do. I'm so grateful and humbled, but most of all, it's the word that the Lord has given me to share to everybody. So if I have a platform, I'm going to share the word. <laughs> okay. So just know that, right? Um, because the word is for everybody. It's free <laughs> um, and it, but it can change your life. Right. And so I am um, just so grateful for that, um, that, that God has just continuously opened doors, doors that I never, like I said, would have thought of places, um, sitting at tables I never thought of, you know, being able to work with my vice president in my current job and how he's taken me under his wing and he's mentored me for um, the corporate world. You know, um, I, I'm just, like I said, forever grateful all because of one little prideful thing that I was hanging on to. Um, and I finally let it go. But that was learning my self-worth. And that was through God's eyes. And I think we've heard that from a lot of our guests um, here on Tea Time that you'll never know your value. You'll never know your self-worth until you look through the lens of God. Why? Because he's the one that created us. He's the one that that made us. He's the one that helps us through. Right. And so um, I finally am looking through the lens of God's eyes <laughs> of Elizabeth Clark. And in that process, um, God said, you need to stay and you need to heal. Um, so where I thought I was going, <laughs> I am no longer going. So you all get the tea tonight. <laughs> I will eventually change it on my Facebook, but um, I am now in Minnesota again um, and have made my roots here again. And I 
like I said, I wrestled with that um, because, you know, no one wants to go backwards. <laughs> you always want to go forward. But um, I want to share this quick revelation. And I shared this on the singles um, prayer um, a couple weeks ago or a week ago, actually. Um, but it, it, it was a word for me personally. And but I've been sharing it. OK, um, I he took me to um, Genesis on the story about Hagar. And a lot of times we don't talk about Hagar because she's basically the, the bondwoman or the slave, right? Um, but she was actually blessed. Um, she was blessed like never before. She actually had the first seed of Abraham and um, was able to be called the mother to a nations, <laughs> two nations, I should say. Um, granted, you know, we don't really get along with that um, nation too well, but today, but nevertheless, um, it's really her story path um, of how she got there. Um, what happened was she got caught up in the middle of, you know, their fertility issue <laughs> um, between Abraham and Sarah. And um, she was chosen to be basically the surrogate. Um, and it so happened she was going to have a child. But then she started acting different. And Sarah was not having that. She said, you can have my child, but you're not going to act any different than where you're placed, right? So she um, started dealing with her, you know, how we let people know how we feel about them <laughs> in different ways. She she dealt with her harshly, as the Bible says, um, and tormented her in, in various ways. So Hagar said, uh-uh, child, you ain't treat me like that. So this is my Ebonics version, okay? <laughs> um, I'm out. Peace. I'll go anywhere else but this place. And so she runs out into the wilderness. Um, she runs out there and she's trying to figure out how she can even get back. She was from Egypt. So she was trying to get back because that's not where she was. She was in Canaan. Um, so she's trying to figure out how to get back to where she came from. Um, but in the midst of the wilderness, here comes an angel of the Lord and he tells her, uh, listen here, you got to go back. Um, you got to, here's that word again, submit. <laughs> you got to submit back to Sarah. And if you do, these are the amazing things that are going to happen to you. First of all, they have a whole gender reveal. He tells her she's pregnant with a son, not just a child, but a son. And um, tells her that she is going to be blessed. Um, this is the name you're going to give him. Um, and which the name Ishmael means, um, God heard my afflictions. And the angel of the Lord spoke life to her in that very moment and said, the Lord hears you and the Lord sees you. And she even responded. She says, this God that, that, that they keep talking about that I'm a part of, he finally sees me and, and, and. How, how can I, you know, be so grateful to know that this God sees me? And, and so those particular words, God hears me and God sees me in my afflictions spoke volumes to me. But the thing is, is that she had to go back to a place she ran away from. And that is why I'm here in Minnesota. <laughs> um, I ran away. 
I ran away when I got divorced. I ran away um, from facing different things, different people, but there was a purpose. There's a plan. There are blessings. There are things that God wanted to give me, but because I didn't want to deal with the shame, I didn't want to deal with, you know, church folks um, and the ridicule and the questions. Um, I just wanted to go back home. And so the Lord graciously let me go back home. And if anybody, like I said, if you know me, um, I always called my my moment at home when I went back um, my wilderness um, because there's nothing there. <laughs> there, I mean, there's it's it's a great place to raise a family. Um, it's you know the economy is amazing. You know, if I if I was married and just you know had kids, great place to just settle and just raise a family. But like I said, there's more in your girl. She's still got some youthfulness inside of her. She wants to live. <laughs> and so um, the Lord graciously finally let me leave. But he said, you got to go back to a place that I told you you, you you shouldn't have never ran from. And so now I'm here. <laughs> well, like I said, once again in Minnesota. <laughs> Um, and like I said, there has been so many different revelations. Um, and I want to say this is that sometimes we think, um, our miracles have to come in a physical or material form, but can I say a miracle can actually be a thought, a wisdom, a thought or some wisdom that God has revealed to you to break you free from something that once had you, that once um, uh, blinded you, that you didn't even know. Um, I mean, literally, you didn't even know that you could even come out of. But because God changed your heart, your mind, your soul, he He put a word, he put... Um, a phrase he put, um, like I said, a passage in front of you. Um, like I said, just the simple words of God hears you and God sees you can be enough to say that is that is my miracle that saved my life from going somewhere I probably shouldn't go yet. <laughs> um, because I don't want to say that Chicago is not yet meant for me. It's whatever the Lord wants to do in my life. Let the Lord's will be done. Amen. <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> so um, needless to say, like I said, I wanted to encourage you in that in that as well, is that we I, I feel we are in miracle season um, when we get into the month of November and December. Um, I feel like this is a season for miracles because we talk about the birth of Christ. Right. Um, and so I truly believe that um, your miracle <laughs> could be in this tea time tonight. Your miracle um, is still on its way, whether it's through a conversation, whether it's through your networking, whether it's, you know, like I said, your name being put out in the wind um, in high places, um, people talking about you, um, referring you, um, letting them know who and what you are all because you chose to submit, all because you chose to be obedient. Um, that's another word <laughs> that has 
constantly been ringing in this journey of mine as well is obedience. And that comes with self-worth. When you know your self-worth, when you know um, your value, because um, a lot of times what is happening is that we are um, marking down or putting ourselves on clearance. <laughs> um, when God says you are luxury, you are um, valuable to where, you know, there's only a certain type of person that can be connected to you. There's only a certain type of tribe that can handle you. Um, there, you know, that that not to say that you're better than anybody, but it's the value, it's the self-worth that God has put in you and who you are because you're destined to be something, you're destined to be great, you're destined to fulfill the purpose. We all have something to do. There's somebody's life you have to help unlock. There's somebody that you gotta tell, hey girl, get up. Um, <laughs> there's some girl out there, there's some woman, there's some man that you gotta remind him, hey, you got this. You can do this. You're not what society says you are. You know, there's another rib out there somewhere, child. <laughs> Just taking a minute to find me. That's all right. <laughs> um, but you got to speak life and you got to know your worth. Um, and a lot of times because we're impatient, because we're frustrated um, in this journey, we tend to um, demise. Like I said, we tend to devalue ourselves. Um, we tend to say it's okay. Eventually they'll pay off the rest of the balance. <laughs> it's okay. Eventually, you know, I'll see my investment. Um, if I just, you know, get into it. Um, but it's not sis, sis, mm -mm. you can't do it. I tried. I tried for the team. Okay, everybody. All right. <laughs> Don't do it. You can't do it. It's just, it's not going to work. You're going to find yourself like Hagar in the wilderness. But luckily, we thank God for his angels. <laughs> we thank God for those people that come and rescue us and say, get it together, sis. Get it together. You're not, this ain't it. Sometimes God himself you know those moments where he he just comes and grabs you and says, yeah, okay, enough's enough. Get it together. You got work to do. And so I just want to remind you, your self-worth is connected to so much in of, of your life, of your destiny, of your purpose. And it's so important um, that if we can't love ourselves, if we can't tell ourselves we're beautiful, if we can't tell ourselves we a bad chick, I mean... I tell you what I, I tell myself every day, and I, I and I don't do this to be boastful. Trust me, I'm not a boastful person. Um, but I, I I'm gonna do my own horn here tonight, okay? Like I know I am an amazing woman. I know that I have great things to offer. I have a great anointing privileged and humbled to be able to carry such. Um, I, I am a woman who is intelligent, who is smart, who is driven to do great things. And I don't say that lightly. There were moments where I couldn't see nothing good for myself. There were moments when I couldn't, okay, see, we're not crying tonight, right? We're not doing this. 
there were moments when I didn't think I was beautiful. There were moments when I didn't think, you know, anybody would ever like me. There are moments um, where I thought that, you know, um, once again, I was the least of the least. Um, nothing good would come out of me. Um, I would never be effective. Um, but by the grace of God and by my willingness to be submissive to his will for my life, I have begun to see things change. Has it been easy? No, it has not. I'm being real. But it's getting easier as I continue to submit. It's getting better as I continue to say yes. Um, it's getting amazing. The more that I find out my self-worth and my value, you know, God keeps adding zeros. <laughs> he keeps adding it up as I journey through. And um, what is so amazing about this is that not only have I settled back in South or in Minnesota, but God has given me another chance to get some things right. Um, I'm so happy to be able to be starting school in the new year. Um, that was something um, that I quit while I was here in Minnesota. Um, but yet God has graced me enough um, in the time. Okay, see, I'm not trying to cry. He has graced me the time to be able to do it again. And I'm super excited to finally be able to say I'm going to finish school and come out with a degree. Um, and your girl is working on her second book. That's another bomb tonight you all get if you stay tuned through the story time. I'm super, super excited um, to be releasing my story, my life story. Um, but the book is called Hey Girl, Hey. Now, if you really know me, that's that's my signature. <laughs> I'm always saying, hey, girl, hey, right? Um, but um, it is it is my life story. Like I said, I'm telling my story finally, but with a twist. Um, so stay tuned. Um, next year, it will be released. Um, and hopefully you'll see me in other places physically <laughs> talking about this as well. So um, just I say that to say you can do it too, sis. If you want to write the book, if you want to go back to school, if you want to start your business, if you want to, you know, do whatever, do it. This is your time. This is your season. This is your moment. And, and don't go back and try to grab those things that leave you. If they don't want you, let it go. If they don't know how to treat you, deuces. Keep it moving. It's hard. I know it sucks, sis. It sucks. <laughs> Bruh, I know it sucks because I know there's some brothers out there too. It sucks. Um, and, and if anybody out here is dating, they are, as we have said, there is pee in the dating pool, right? <laughs> um, but needless to say, do not let those things that um, have tried to discourage you from whatever you desire um, because it's not what it looks like. You got this and God's got you, right? There is hope. There is miracles, signs, and wonders awaiting you. Um, but most of all, you are worthy of it all. You have what it takes. So um, this is my moment, <laughs> my, 
my my sila moment with you about self-worth we're going out with this um to just take heed to it take your moments like i said take those moments of self-care not just pampering yourself but take those moments of self-care and and really figure out how you can grow yourself how you can become better all right and and know that you can only be your the advocate for you no one else can say hey Liz is hurting. No one else can say she's broken. No one else can say she's angry. I can only speak up and say, hey, you know, today's not a good day. <laughs> and that's okay. But we're going to try better tomorrow, right? Um, but you got to advocate for yourself. You got to advocate. You got to speak up. And there's, like I said, there's respectful ways of, of doing that. You know, you don't got to, you know, cuss somebody out. <laughs> you know, you ain't got to hang up on somebody and just be, you know, just totally disrespectful. You can do it with ease. And, and if you have real people in your life, um, they will respect that. They will pray you through. Um, just know your girl here is praying you through. <laughs> always praying for my tea time viewers. So um, that's all I got tonight, y'all. So you all got my two bombs. I'm here in Minnesota, going to be here for a good year. <laughs> and then uh, my new book that will be coming out next year as well. And also going to school. So um, if you're ever in the Minnesota area, hit your girl up. But um, like I said, next tea time, um, we are going to do some makeup looks. We are going to play some games. We haven't done a virtual game night um, this season, this year. So we got to get that in. All right. Um, so definitely stay tuned for December 19th for the very last tea time with Liz. But I thank you all. I love you all. I hope you were encouraged by my words, my journey tonight. And share this with somebody if you know somebody that is struggling with their self-worth. Um, let them know that they matter, um, that they got what it takes, and they can and they can do it. All right. So until next time, I will talk to you all later. All right. Have a good night, everyone. Thank you.